for joining us as we hear an anointed word from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Well, this is a blessed day. Do you know that? You definitely look like blessed people, so that's a good report. So, Well, uh, I did speak with Pastor Tom. I don't know the date. It was, it was weeks ago now. And uh, <clears throat> told him I had some things to share, and so he mentioned doing it on today's service. So I'm going to do that. And then I believe the young lady sitting right here has some things for us as well. <clears throat> young lady. So I'll be sharing for a few minutes this morning on Treasure Coast Victory Center and 2020. You know, we're within, well, less than 72 hours now from 2020 being here. Whether you like it or do not like it, it's going to be here. It's just that simple. So you're going to have to enjoy it or endure it, one or the other. <clears throat> Put the mouth, put my mic to my mouth, there you go. I won't swallow it. So I encourage you today to take notes of all the remarks that are mentioned here today and or get a CD because more than likely you will not remember everything. And I take notes I'm used to doing it. I've done it for many, many years all the times. And then I can go back like on a, after a Wednesday or a Sunday teaching from Pastor Tom and I have words there. If I couldn't get the whole thing, I have a word there. Well, guess who can bring that back to your mind and what that word was about? The Spirit of God does that. So then you can chronicle it so that you can have it because the Spirit of God is desirous to speak into all of our lives at any ready moment. And the more that we commune with him, the more that we have an ear to hear what the Spirit's saying, that's how often it's going to happen in your life. <clears throat> and it'll be a blessing when it does. Uh, on our last Sunday together, Pastor Tom shared on, shared on what? Can you remember what his key word? Perception. Perception. It's how you perceive things and how you look at things. Now, that's a key word for all of us. I don't think it was just happenstance that he spoke on that and what it's going to mean in our lives. Has since then, but you'll see that more as we get into 2020. It's our perception. As we look at the Word of God, as we look at the kingdom of God, he can open the eyes of our understanding, and he will. He's very desirous to do that. He needs us to cooperate with him. <clears throat> You should learn to look at things in the spirit realm and not just in the natural realm. Now, there may be some things in the natural realm that it pertains to, but you and I live out of our spirit man, or at least that's what we should be doing. We know the natural man is still there within us. We can see him raise his ugly head at times or whatever, but it's our spirit man that we're in communication with God about, and he has things he wants to share with us, things for us to perceive. <clears throat> God will reveal his plan and purpose to you. Now, some may be sitting here and saying, well, I don't know if I have a plan or a purpose. You have a plan and a purpose in the kingdom of God because God is the one himself. God is large and he's in charge. And he will get the message to you however he needs to get done. He has a position and a function for you in the body of Christ. If you don't know it right now, that could be okay. But just be open to allow him to show you that. Because the function that you have in the body of Christ, you're going to need the unction of the Holy Spirit to accomplish that. That's right. It's not by might, it's not by power. It's not by might, it's by the Spirit of God in our lives. That's what it's going to take. And that's what he wants to do for all of us. All of us want to be looking 
and perceiving and looking for that so he can work in your life for the blessing of this body, for the blessing of you, but for the blessing of this body as well. <clears throat> now let's turn to Numbers chapter 13. Uh, if you don't, heaven, you're just going to get the CD. That's okay also, I guess, but let me get my thing cooperating with me here and I'll be right with you. Where did I say to go? There you go. I'm just looking to see if you're still with me. I'll be there eventually. Still in the Old Testament, right? And what verse? All right. Oh, I didn't. <clears throat> well, Numbers 13, verse 30. And as soon as I get the right place, say it takes you a while. It certainly does this morning or whatever. So, Okay, here we go. Numbers chapter 13, verse 30. It says, And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. Now, this is when Moses sent them out to spy out the land and everything in the land, everything about the land and the people that were in the land. And so they came back and reporting. And some were given grumbling reports, didn't think they could do much about it. But Caleb stood up and read it again. Caleb stilled the people. In other words, enough of that hogwash. I got something to say. Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. <clears throat> Several things in this verse. Number one, your possession is in your profession. This is not just a rhyme lesson, but you think it over and in that order. Your possession, whatever you're going to possess, and in this case, he was going to go up and possess the land. And he said, we are well able. We're going to have to speak and agree with the God to see things that come to pass in our life. All the songs this morning, it's, it's tremendous. All the things. He's a way maker, a miracle worker. They needed a way maker and a miracle worker in that situation, and they had it. So things may look difficult at times, may look hard at times. They may look like it's no use. But you need to change your vision then. Don't look in just the natural. Look into the spiritual. Look into the word of God and let the Holy Ghost prompt you and show you what it's going to be. And your possession... You're going to find it in your profession. You can't be talking doubt, unbelief, and lack, and everything's bad, and expect the blessing of God to come manifesting in your life. We are going to have to cooperate with it. And here's an example. This man right here, he, was, he saw the same things as Pastor Shea when he ministered on that. But his report was a different report. His report was a good report. <clears throat> your possession is in your profession. Speak say so. As you'll see, our mouth is very important. Just to remind you, how did you come into the kingdom of God? That if thou shalt confess with thy foot, confess with thy ear. Very difficult to do both those. 
that thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For the heart man believeth unto righteousness when the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Our mouth is extremely important. God created us that way. You know, Jesus did, you see his examples, he did many, many things with his mouth. He didn't play this, hear games, he just spoke the word and it came to pass. <clears throat> well, another verse just came to me, but we don't have time to go there right now, so that's all right. Let's move it along here. The word of God out of your mouth is seed to produce a miracle. God's a way maker, a what? A miracle worker. It's amazing that song was there today, huh? That's what he is. And so the seed of the word of God that comes out of your mouth, that seed is intended to produce after its kind. And it, it can create miracles, miracles of all kinds, miracles of healings, miracle of friends getting back, a miracle of finances. It works in all avenues and realms of life. And so we want to give the word of God entrance into our life. We want to cooperate with him. We want to speak the word of God. And we want to take lessons from the scripture like this one right here. Now, I know I said Numbers 13 and 30, but now move up a little bit. You say, well, what are you going back up there for when you're just below there? I have a reason. It could be a whopped reason, but I have a reason for that. <clears throat> we'll see when we get there. Verse 25, see, even I found it quickly this time. Numbers chapter 13, verse 25. And they returned from searching of the land after how many days? Some say 40, some say 40, either way. <clears throat> 40 days they searched the land. So it wasn't just the overnighter to do things. They were spying out the land like they were instructed to do. <clears throat> now there's a question, all the mathematicians that are here today. What two equal numbers add up to a total of 40? Now, you could say, well, 35 and 5 add up to 40, and you would be correct in arithmetic, but 35 and 5 are not equal numbers. So what's the answer again? 20, 20. 20, 20, 20? Wait a minute, 20? Hey, that's 40, isn't it? 20, 20 adds up to 40. And what's this year that's coming in in less than 72 hours? That would be 2020. That would be 2020. And how's that going to fit in today? Well, we'll find out as we go on. Uh, no, I don't want to go to that verse yet. Okay. In the natural realm, 2020, if you went to have an eye test, 2020 would be very good vision. That means you can perceive things pretty good. You don't have a clouded and dim vision. You can't only see out of one eye. You have 20-20 vision. It means your ocular department up here is working pretty good. It allows you to see clearly, to perceive things. <clears throat> in the spirit realm, in the kingdom of God which you and I are in, I prophesied to you that 2020 will be a year of increase. Yeah. And I'm talking to this group right here, to this yeah. Treasure Coast Victory yeah. Center. 2020 is going to be a year of increase. And you say, 
well, am I going to get pregnant or something? I can't tell you that. So, I mean, that probably only pertains to the ladies if they did, but that's not what we're looking at. I said increase. Well, what kind of increase? Well, we have an answer for that as well. It will be a year of increase in vision. Mark this down. Mark these words. The year 2020 is going to be a year of increase for Treasure Coast Victory Center. It's going to be an increase in your vision. It's going to be an increase in your perception. You're going to perceive things that you didn't see before. You're going to understand vision more. It's going to be an increase in ministry. Pastor Tom's ministry, your ministry. Well, I don't have a ministry yet. Oh, you do. And your vision and your perception will show you more and more about it. You are in the kingdom. You are part of the body of Christ. Christ, the anointed one. How could you not be anointed if you're in the body of Christ? The answer is you are anointed. And so we need to be able to perceive that, to see that, allow the Holy Ghost to show it to us and become a part of us. So it's an increase in vision, in perception, in ministry, and in finances for Treasure Coast Victory Center. Now, I know I've ministered several times before on finances. We'll be doing that again here before too awful long. But finances is not the only thing. But I encourage you, the same way I encourage you to take notes before, well, I encourage you to come to every Sunday service and every Wednesday service that you can in 2020. That should be a normal part of our lives. Like Pastor Tom said, it felt different not being here gathered together on Wednesday or whatever. But not only be here, be here on time. Uh-oh. Begin to develop. I, say, I, I just can't seem to get there in time. Take those words out of your mouth and say, I will be to church on time. Holy Spirit, show me what I have to do to change my schedule so I can be there in time. But what difference does it make if I'm at work on time? Does your job like you to be at work on time? And if you're not there often enough on time, they can say, adios amigo. We got somebody else standing in line. It's also part of our diligence in the kingdom of God. So I encourage you, be here when it's open. And come prepared to hear the word of the Lord. He will speak things through you. Pastor Tom will be ministering something, and all of a sudden, wham! Get that note down in a hurry so you can go look that up and how it pertains to you. And the Spirit of God will show you how it pertains to you. He's the one that can minister to the entire body individually while we're here. So I encourage you in those things. It's, it's, it's all part of maturing and growing up in the body of Christ so that he can use you in ministry, so that he can bless you in these areas that we talked about. <clears throat> uh, Pastor Tom made an announcement here at a Sunday morning service, I don't know, two or three weeks ago, I'm going to guess. He would be able to tell you better. But he talked about in 2020, he had made the decision to go to Africa to minister. Now, I don't have the time this morning to explain how 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 all that developed over a series of a long time, but it did. He'll probably be sharing more on it later. But he has now made the decision that he's going to the nation of Africa to minister the word of God. <clears throat> Who do you suppose spoke that to him? 
he told us a little about what he shared before. Obviously, the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God knows what he wants us to do. If we don't listen at first, like Pastor Tom shared before, if you get something immediately and you, you can't really understand it and don't know if it fits you or what, if it's from the Spirit of God, he's going to come back with it again. And he'll come back with it again. And he'll come back with it again till he gets your attention. Uh, <clears throat> this is what you really want to do because this is where your blessing is at. He's always about the blessing. The blessing of the Lord that maketh what? Rich. Rich. And he adds no sorrow with it. Sorrow there is toil, hard times. That's what God wants for you and I. All he needs us to do is to participate with him. <clears throat> and so I'm sharing these words for all of us today to go ahead and take a hold of these words and allow the Spirit of God to have his way more so in 2020 in TCVC. <clears throat> he will go to Africa to minister. And so I say to you today, watch the oculars are in again. Watch what the Spirit of God will do. Amen. Well, what's he going to do about past Tom going to Africa? What did I say about it? Watch. Why? Because you can't tell us everything? Obviously not. I don't know everything. But I'm telling you, watch what the Spirit of God right. does in this man's life and ministry <clears throat> over that situation. And also, we're going to have an absolute tremendous time to be involved in that. <clears throat> he needs you and I to be praying for him as he's over there, that he's walking, <clears throat> he's walking in the Spirit all the time, ministering exactly, exactly what they need to hear. Now remember, these people in Africa, I imagine it's going to be a place that's a little different than Fort Pierce. So he's going to be able to minister that to them. <clears throat> uh, have an ear to hear and a vision to perceive the blessing and increase on Pastor Tom's life and ministry over this trip. Now you watch and see what happens. I just want you to have that in the back of your mind in your filing cabinet someplace so you won't be totally surprised and say, oh man. Something did happen about this. Spirit of God knows exactly what he's doing. I'll say it this way. He knows what he's got up his sleeve. Even though you can't see it right now, doesn't mean that he doesn't know about it and hasn't got it planned. <clears throat> in May of this year, is anybody in here in May going to have a birthday? Well, good for you. Look for the hands. Oh, Benito's going to have a birthday? Little Benito! <clears throat> Glory to God. Well, I didn't know that. And I didn't know this too recently either. <clears throat> but in May of 2020, Pastor Tom and Becky will be 20 years in ministry at Treasure Coast Victory Center. <clears throat> now, he hasn't had to put up with all of us for 20 years because some of us are newcomers, but... He's been there to minister and share and to protect and feed the word to those that have been here that time in the several that are here. <clears throat> so this morning, I speak a 2020 double blessing Amen. upon their life that I have expectations for it also to manifest in 2020. Yes. <clears throat> Now you can turn to another one. Let's see if I can keep up with you. Go to the book of 2 Kings. See 2 Kings chapter 
2 and 9. I mean, 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 9, we've done that. And now, yes. So anyhow, when I said a while ago, want, as I am want to do when I read the scriptures, and again, this doesn't make me special, whatever, it's just probably part of the gifting that God wants me to have. I'm constantly looking up words to find out what the real meaning of that word was. Very interesting in this verse also, and you'll see how it fits in. I'll read part of it again. Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. All right. The word portion... Get my note right here so I can read it easier. The word portion, and I think I had it there. You can see it in your Bibles if you have the reference. It's uh, Hebrew word number 6310. That word portion means mostly mouth, M-O-U-T-H. I know you eat pizza and other things with your mouth. But we also, as we've already mentioned, speak with our mouth. We proclaim with our mouth. We decree with our mouth. We declare with our mouths. The same way Jesus did when he was here. So it means mouth. This double portion means the mouth. It also means speech. Well, they go together. And sometimes you'll find a word, you'll give the other root words with it, that'll have several meanings. This was one of them. This third word, which I found strange, but instantly I knew what it meant to me. So it means, portion here means the mouth, speech, and entry. Entry. Who would like to venture a guess or a word of knowledge over the very first thought that came to my mind instantaneously when I saw that word entry? No problem. You weren't there at the time. No one come to me, and I'm talking just like that in a flash. Entry into Africa. And I never would have known that if I didn't look that word up. Those are what it means. It means speech, <clears throat> mouth, and entry. And so entry into Africa. Again, I say, watch what happens to Pastor Tom and Becky's life. Watch what happens to this congregation when this man goes to Africa to minister. The Spirit of God has orchestrated the whole thing. I believe you can see that. He may share more on it. I know that he perceives it. So, <clears throat> so you know, if, if we're going to go someplace, you sort of have to have directions of perception of where it is you're going to. How many here have ever heard of the thriving metropolis of Molino, Florida. I see a lot of blank stairs. <laughs> what is this clown coming from Maine think he knows about Molino, Florida? Well, there's some strange things about me, which <clears throat> don't have the second belly button anymore. You see how quick that one moved, but. I'm into weather things. I'll make it very brief. But Molino is up in the panhandle about as far as you can possibly get west. 
and close to NOS. And their temperature is definitely different than ours. Sometimes drastically so. That's how I happen to find out about it. But the point being, what's that got to do with this? I don't know, but coming to it. Uh, <clears throat> if you were going to go to Molino, Florida, which you don't know where it is right now, except I told you it's way west and north in the panhandle, uh, you've got to have a way of getting there. So you could have a map, or you could have GPS now. And that would give you a clearer vision or understanding of where you were going. Our vision is extremely important. <clears throat> Pastor Tom now sees himself going to Africa. Now, he doesn't have to worry about having a GPS to get there because he's going to be on many devices before he gets to the country. But <clears throat> we have a perception. And so... The guides aid us in the natural and trying to get to someplace or whatever, okay? I have sown seed about the kingdom of God and finances several times here before. Those words, those seeds were intended to produce after their kind. They can only do that if you believe and something else. Now, the many times that we taught on this, Believe in another word. It sort of rhymes with believe. I think this young lady might have the answer, but I'm going to let her give it in a second. When it comes to finances, when it comes to giving and receiving, woohoo! believe in what? Receive. Is Greek 2983? Yeah. Take it. You want the mic? No. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. She, she's got the whole thing. Except quite a while back, she was saying lambango. I let it go for a while. I said, no, wait a minute. It's lambano, L-A-M-A-N-B-O, lambano. <clears throat> so, but that, she's exactly right in the meaning. What it means is to take and get a hold of. In other words, muckle right onto it. Nobody's prying that sucker out of your hand because you got it. Well, that's what the word of God is saying to us. Believe and receive. So if you've sown and you believe, but you're not expecting to receive anything, you ain't going to be disappointed because that's what you're believing anyhow. But he, the whole point is he wants us to receive. You don't go and plant all these seeds in the garden and just forget about them. And you certainly don't plant watermelon seeds if you wanted some tomato seeds for your pasta or whatever. So things produce after the kind. I can't spend a whole lot of time on that right now, but we need to receive these things. As you yield yourself to the Spirit of God, to the kingdom of God, he's going to enable you. He's going to help you on how to receive. He'll show you the importance of it. Because, as I said, we're going to be sharing again on finances. And I even gave everybody that came to our classes these books. Well, if you haven't read that book at least a couple times right now, I encourage you, you need a little bit more diligence in it. It's not just going to fall on you like apples off a tree. You're going to have to apply yourself in the kingdom of God. And that's not a harsh word. That's a good word. So that we can go ahead and begin to see that happen in our lives. <clears throat> okay, speaking of that, let's go to, well, I guess we've got another verse. Go to Proverbs chapter 10, verse 4. That would be in the Old Testament also. Are you ever going to get to the New Testament? Yeah, in just a minute. 
Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 4. Now this is the Bible, folks. The Bible knows what it's talking about. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 4 says, He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. God wants to see some diligence in my life, in your life, in the area of money, in the area of finances, before he trusts you with more. We have parables on the good steward and the not-so-good steward. Our choice would be we want to be a good steward and see the increase that comes from that. So diligence is going to need to increase more and more in our lives, and you're the only one that can do it. I can encourage everybody in here on a personal level to meet with you, but you are still going to be the only one that's going to be able to make that choice and do it for your life. Become diligent, become serious about the kingdom of God in 2020. <clears throat> okay, we'll go to one more in the New Testament, and then I'll be wrapping up. We finally made it to the New Testament. Go to the book of Ephesians first. Maybe only. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 27. So on Sundays and Wednesdays, you're going to be here on time. You're going to be prepared to take notes some way, somehow, recording rights of ever, writing them down, however it works, or get a CD so that you can become diligent in the things pertaining to the kingdom of God, so God can increase your ministry, so God can increase the blessings in your life, so God can increase the body of Christ right here at Treasure Coast Victory Center. And do not entertain doubt. This being out there, Slewfoot, the devil, he's always going to try to come and sow doubt into your mind. You know the best thing to keep him out of your mind with that doubt? Is this little thing right here. The mouth and the tongue. Speech. Don't just ask him. You command him to go in the name of Jesus. Read what the word of God tells you. Who you are in Christ and what you can do. Did Jesus ever have a problem with the devil? Well he was constantly trying to mess with his ministry. But he spoke to it. And you and I need to do that. We've certainly had the teaching here before and all. That's another part of the diligence in our life. Do not give place to the devil. He'd like to be in your mind tell you how much of a loser you are. You realize you, you said to that person you offended them. Blah, 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 blah. How does he know all these things? He's trying to cause doubt in your mind and my, in my mind. But the Bible says, give no place to the devil. I did tell you Ephesians 4.27, didn't I? Okay. Give no place. Now guess what? If you don't Give him that place. He don't have a place. He don't have a place. So do not give place to the devil. He may say, no, look, you, you're not going to be able to do this diligence thing. He, he wants you there every Sunday, every Wednesday. He wants you to take notes. You're not going to do that. Don't believe him. What's he got to say about it? The choice is in here. How much we want to perceive and receive from the kingdom of God in our lives to make a difference not only in your life, but the life of those around you, wherever you live, your neighbors and things like that. 
they can be, be brought into the kingdom of God as well. <clears throat> God wants to increase you more and more. Matthew 6.33, that is one of the verses that's on our sign up front. Seek ye first, not when you feel like getting around to it, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Well, look at that verse, look at that chapter, and see all the things he's talking about. And then you'll know what he wants to do for us. But it's part of our diligence. It's part of our perception to seek first the kingdom of God and give him entrance and place into our lives. You must cooperate with him. You must cooperate with the Spirit of God himself for all these things that come on to us. That's his will for us, but it takes our cooperation with it. And so I encourage you, I charge you in the name of Jesus, make a decision to be more diligent. All of our lives, you see, you don't know how diligent I am. You're right, I don't. But this pertains to all of us. We need to be diligent so that we'll be able to see, we'll be able to perceive and hear correctly what the Spirit of God wants to do in you and through you. And that's all I have for right now. Glory to God. I did not talk to Pat really about what we're going to talk about or anything. I just say that uh, the Holy Ghost is sneaky, as we all know. He, he's sneaky. He tells you stuff. It's good to know that it's the same Holy Ghost that talks to the same people for our body, right? So that's great. I would have had to still give this word even if Pat didn't get up and say anything that I was going to say. But it's good that we're in line with the Holy Spirit in sync, right? Thank you, Lord. Okay, let me get straightened up here. As you see my little handy-dandy readers. <laughs> Jesus, pray for me. I'm in denial still with that. I know you said don't doubt. I'm not doubting the word. I'm doubting this with these. Jesus. Okay, I'm going to try to wrap this up really quick. Okay, not that quick. But I'm going to try to wrap this up. <laughs> I'm gonna, I got to give you the word that God gave me too. So I just pray that you, you draw from what I have to give you today, that you're not in such a rush and a hurry because we all sit here and say how we're hungry we are for the Lord and how we want God to use us and how, but when it's time to, you, you know, at a time schedule, like, wait, wait, 12 o'clock, church needs to be over. I, I got things to do because trust me, I know I watch football too, but <laughs> I, I like to eat too. However, it's about the Holy Ghost and what he would have for us to come, okay? So we all know we're coming to 2020. You know, we don't need a new year to have new starts with the Lord, right? We don't need a new year. However, I like it in the natural, how we are definitely moving into something new. So God starts speaking to me too about 2020 and how it's your vision. So I was like, Lord, I, you got to give me more than this. We, we, we got to go deeper in what you have for us with vision and, and clarity. So he starts speaking to me about, remember, let's, let's turn to Jeremiah really quick. Jeremiah 1. Jeremiah 1, and we're going to go to verse 11. 11. 
1, verse 11. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see a branch or shoot of an almond tree, the emblem of alertness and activity blossoming in late winter. Then said the Lord to me, you have seen well, for I am alert and active, watching over my word to perform it. So the Lord started showing me about, once again, like PT hit on about perception. I didn't think I was going to hit on perception or vision as well. However, it all comes together of how the Holy Ghost has for our body in particular and our vision and how we perceive certain things. Now, vision is normally includes a wider range of visual abilities and skills. It's the act or power of anticipating that, that which will or may come to be. It's also an experience in which a personage thing or event appears vividly or credibly to the mind. Although not actually present, often under the influence of the Holy Spirit, or it can come from another spirit. That's not the Holy Ghost. That's why you have to make sure you're perceiving what God is showing you. So in 2020, it's time for you to see clearer exactly what God has for you. Regardless of your situation, regardless of your circumstance, you have to be able to see clear and remain focused, okay? One thing the Lord showed me, because I was like, 2020 vision, God, yeah, 2020, because my doctor told me I had 2020 vision. Okay. However, lately I've been trying to read stuff and I just can't see it. I it just blurry. I, I don't know. And, and the ladies who did Line of Horizon, I'll remember when I was like, turn the channel, page 58. And I started reading and everyone's like, where, did you, where you at? We on 58. We don't see it. And I was like, ooh, sorry. I'm on page 53, people, because I could not see <laughs> what page I was on. Okay. So here's the thing, the Lord starts showing me, yeah, yeah, people think they have 20-20 vision. However, when you're, when you're right here, and I'm, I'm known as uh, nearsighted, I guess, as they say, because when it's right here close up, I can't see it that clear. I can't really see, but I can see some things far away. Am I farsighted? Yeah. Thank you. Farsighted. I can't see. It's nearsighted. Thank you, guys. Stop it. I'm farsighted. I'm not claiming that. Come on, y'all. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke that. I'm not. However, I want to tell you what I read. <laughs> what I read. Okay. Regardless, nearsighted, farsighted. You cannot have your vision distorted. Come on, people of God. You cannot have a vision disorder. Okay. God's saying he's trying to bring clarity to you, but it's based on how you perceive it. He wants to give you a vision, clear vision, first off of who he is. Because once we have a clear understanding and revelation of who the daddy is and the father is, we won't have a problem understanding and seeing clearly who we are in our identity. Okay. So God is saying, first off and foremost, clear vision and focus. Clear vision and focus. He is changing your vision and clearing it up. There's a song that he dropped in my spirit. I don't know if someone sung it before. Cody, you ready for that? I don't know if you said it or PT said it. I don't know who said it. All I know is I was, I was getting something when I woke up yesterday morning, and then I looked up the song, and I said, okay, this is for our body right now is this song. You ready to play this song, guys? You probably know this song. We're going to play a little of it so you can hear about it, so you can see. And just give me a little volume with that. Turn it up a little bit. Turn it up a little bit. Come on, guys. Yeah. Come on, you guys remember this song? I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Come on, this is a prophetic. This is prophetic for you. Come on, guys. I can see all I 
obstacles in my way. Uh, 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 uh. Gone out the dark clouds that me blind. Come on, what, what are we doing? It's gonna be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. Come on, y'all got this as your procession for 2020? Bright, sunshiny day. We're gonna be doing our little arms like, hey. <laughs> All right, you guys are saying this, not me. You're saying this. All of the bad things have disappeared. Come on. What? Here is the rainbow I've been praying for, right? <laughs> it's gonna be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. Seeing this yet? You seeing it? Look straight ahead. There's nothing but blue sky. All right. Thank you, Cody. Can we get it up? You guys get it? Woo! Like that good. This is what God's saying. I didn't think about this song. I wasn't even born. I wasn't born. I've been like 30 for like 17 years, I told you. I was born in the 80s, I think. <laughs> Woo! But it's your focus got to remain clear. Come on, you're going to be having on sunglasses because what? The sun is going to be shining so bright in your life because you're going to have a sunshiny, brighty day. When things come against you that's not of God, you're going to say, you know what? I'm going to look ahead because you know what? There are blue skies ahead. You're going to say when something tries to come against you, those dark clouds are gone because you got focus. You are going to be so stable in the word of God that nothing is going to come and shake you or take you off from the purpose and the promises of God. If he is saying, I am clear enough your focus, then you got to remember that he is a God of his word. He cannot lie. When he's speaking things to your heart, you got to trust him. Even when it comes out looking dirty and weird, even if he's saying, God, I can't remember. You didn't say that before. And he's saying, he's saying it right now. Your focus is clear. There is clarity coming. Stay on what the word of God says. Don't let anything shake you. Don't let any man speak contrary to the word of God. Don't let any doubts, don't let any demon try to come to your mind and give you something that's contrary to the word of God because he's saying like what did he say what the song say you can see clearly now. So when the devil comes at you, you say, I rebuke you, devil. You have no right to come and try to steal my day or my joy or my focus or my faith or my purpose or my call. Because you can see clearly now. You're a mature believing body of Christ. You are the one who goes forth in the kingdom of God. You are the Jesus that people want and see every day. Keep your focus clear. Amen. That's right, Benny. Come on. He can see clearly. Because you're going to see so clear, there's going to be supernatural restoration and supernatural retribution. Everything that locusts has tried to eat up, rather that's your time, rather that's your relationships, rather that's your family, rather that's your job, rather that's your finances, everything the locusts has tried to come and steal, you are going to have supernatural restoration and retribution. 
There will be an overflow of things that will come back to you that you thought were lost. Hallelujah. The God who is a sovereign gardener is coming to bring lifeless things back to life for you in your life. He is reframing those dead, dry, forgotten places, those dreams you put down, those gifts you haven't used in a while, and he's breathing back into those areas. How many believe that? All repayment of what was lost or stolen. Huh? The Lord starts showing me things that I haven't done while he's bringing it back. And I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. But I can see clearly now. Okay, God, because it's not about me. It's about what you want for the body of Christ. I'm going forward 2020, going to even more levels, even more expansion of what he has for me, even more into the ministry he has for me of preaching and prophesying and praying. That's our focus for 2020. Praying, spending time with him, getting to know his word, because none of you in here should doubt what your purpose and call is. If you were spending time with the Father, you wouldn't doubt. You wouldn't even have to ask somebody, am I really called to do this? Because you heard it in your own private time. 2020 is the time for you to get even hungrier for the things of God and spending time with him in his presence. Nothing else, because if you're doing that, you would never doubt the word. If you're doing that, you would never consider going back and forth on what God has called you to do and your purpose. You would never question it because you know your daddy spoke particularly to you about your call and your purpose. You don't need anyone to come and remind you of it. Don't get quiet. Come on. I can see clearly now. I can see clearly now. Let's go to Genesis 26. A few more minutes. Just give me a few more minutes. Thank you, Jesus. Genesis 26, 12. Then Isaac sold seed in that land and received in the same year a hundred times as much as he had planted. And the Lord favored him with blessings. And the man became great and gained more and more until he became very wealthy and distinguished. He owned flocks, herd, er, I always said it wrong, herds, and a great supply of servants, and the Philistines envied him. There's going to be such supernatural, extraordinary increase where just like Isaac sold and reaped a hundredfold in the same year, the body of Christ will also have this manifestation. Now, I'm talking to those who are sowing. And I mean money, yes. Time. Sowing time in his presence, like I said, reading the word. Then you're going to have that. But I start thinking about this. I'm like, Lord, are we really ready for this type of increase? where it's going to be so much that we're going to be a little bit embarrassed to even share with someone because we, we got so much. Are you really ready for that type of increase? You're going to even know what to do with it? And that's going to take you spending some time with him because I think some of you won't even know what to do with that type of increase. So that's why it's time for you to hear from the Holy Ghost yourself to know what to do. And it's, and it's going to take you hearing so that you know where to go, to be in places you never thought of, huh? to sow in areas that you never would thought you would even sow, to sow into people that you never thought you even sow into them as well. But you got to hear what he's saying because once you are doing that in obedience, there's going to be such supernatural harvest and increase because of the obedience that you have of what he told you to do. 2020 is going to be a year of hearing and doing. 
I don't care how much you sit there and fake it till you make it and pray and pray and hope and pray and believe. You got something to do in this. You can pray all you want about money. But if you're sitting there, you're never sewing, you're not going to work, God's not dropping the money back from heaven. You got to do your part. You want to get out of debt? Do your part to get out of debt. Because the Lord spoke to me about that too. There's many people in this body who's going to be supernaturally debt free. There's going to be supernatural debt cancellation that's going to start hitting people in the body of Christ. When it starts to happen to you, please come up and share. Come on. It's going to take, I'm t- there's going to be an increase in the prophetic. And not the prophetic where it's going to go, guess what? You're going to get a new car. Yes, 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 car. You're going to new house. That's wonderful. Oh, God's called you to the nations. No, it's going to be directly to you, a prophetic word from God that's saying to you how you fulfill your purpose and your call to continue to go forth for the kingdom of God. The Lord wants the body of Christ to refocus because what sometimes we have made it is not the way that it is. How, how is he trying to have me explain it? The way that we've made the kingdom of God at times, other people, I'm not saying our body, but other people, it, it's perverted. Because we get this thing where we get prophetic words and it's completely not what God would have us to do or say. Or we think ministry is to the point where it has to, we have to have thousands of people that follow us and that's not what it's about. You know, it's about our life and are we bearing fruit? Because he wants our focus to go back. He's shifting our focus to be exactly what this word says it should be. And not what we've made it. Okay. There's going to be, okay, I won't say that yet. A greater level, too, of, of kingdom focus. A greater level of that. A year of, of a prophetic, like, vision that's going to be just so crisp and clear. There's going to be such a move of God with signs, wonders, and miracles that we haven't even touched yet. And that reminded me, too, of when he said the invasion of the Spirit is imminent. It's still transpiring into this new year because it's going to be such a move of God. And how many of you want to be a part of that? Because for the move of God to happen, is not going to be us sitting there going to meetings. It's going to be us. Us being his hands and feet and his mouthpiece. Us. Uh, let's go to Amos. Almost done. Amos is kind of hiding. I think it's after Joel. Amos 9. I'm going to read from the Message Bible, though. Amos 9, 13 through 15. Yes, indeed, it won't be long now, God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once and everywhere you look. Blessings. Blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and hills. I'll make everything right again for my people Israel. They'll rebuild their ruined cities. They'll plant vineyards and drink good wine. They'll work their gardens and eat fresh vegetables. And I'll plant them, plant them on their own land. They'll never again be uprooted from the land I've given them. God, your God says so. Things are going to be happening so extremely fast. 
That's why you got to be in his presence and hear what's going on. So you're not going, oh, that happened. You're going to already know. When you see it, that, that's God. When you know that it happened, that, yep, that, that was God right there. There's going to be turnarounds that's going to just blow your mind away like, whoa, with glory to God. Thank you, Lord. And what I, what I see, too, is that it's going to, all I keep seeing and hearing the Lord say, it, it's going to take your part. It got to take your part. You got to have clear vision. You got to make sure you're seeing right. You got to have the correct perceptions. When you see giants in front of you, they're not giants. You got to go in like David going, nope, I, I have the God of all God's back in me. Your head's coming off. You cannot be up and down anymore. You cannot be stuck in your feelings and emotions anymore because it's to the point where it's kind of getting sickening. Like, I don't even want to be bothered with you. I'm sorry if that's the bad thing to say, but I'm like, I don't have time for the, for the foolishness and the mess. I'm going to love you, but I don't have time because you're not taking me back with you. I'm trying to bring you up with me. If you're not trying to come up with me, I see you later. Goodbye. I'm going to pray for you, but I got to keep going forward for what God has for me. So it doesn't mean I don't love you. I'm going to love you so much that I'm going to have to step away because that's how much I love you. So you got to get to the point where we had to tell Shaz the other day, you got to be around people who are like-minded who, who, who love you, who make sure that they're going places and you want to go that place. If you're around someone who you don't even want to go that way out, love you, but I'm going to have to step over here. Nothing personal. I just got to be where God wants me to be wholeheartedly. You got to be in the right place at the right time when it comes to the Lord and what he's trying to have us do. I couldn't be at any other church right now. I couldn't. I'd be messed up. I'd be off of my call, not even doing what God. He planted me here, and he has me planted here. And if you see a plant that has roots, it's stable. You're not blowing me away. You can't say anything to make me leave. Because I know once I step out, I'm out of disobedience. And, and then that's going to be awful for me. But I'm like, I got to make sure I'm grounded and rooted where I can go. It's all about, too, it's, it's the word of God that comes forth in this place. I don't care about fancy, smanshy music and the lights and all this stuff. God had to deal with me on that with the music, I'm being honest. He had to deal with me because we're used to the bands and all this. But God started going, is it about the music or is it about my word? What's more important? The word of God, because that's what brings forth deliverance. The word of God is what breaks the chains off. The word of God is what brings forth growth. The word of God is what gets you into that purpose and the call. The word of God is what stirs you up. It's not just about music. It's the word of God. And you have to start going, where's your focus? Is it in the word or is it in all the little mess that comes along with going to church? It's the word of God. That's what gives revelation. That's what tells you who you are. That's what knows. Nope, that's not God. It's right here. When the enemy comes, nope, that's not God. Nope, because you're in the word so much. That's what gets you to that place of having that clear focus and vision. So anytime you come and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, ooh, it's the word of God. That's what it's all about. Thank you, Lord. I'm here to tell you it is not going to be business as usual. It's not going to be business as usual, people of God. It has shifted already. It's starting to take place right here before we even go into 72 hours of 2020. It starts today. This is going to be such a strategic season 
with new places, opportunities, strategic season concerning territories and, and, and expansion. And I even heard a little bit about PT as far as what he's doing next, as far as that apostleship of who he is, as far as building and planting and doing that expansion of what God has. He's stepping into more of even that level of apostleship because he is our pastor. We know that. But he's also, we all know, he's an apostle. And he's going to start really, truly planting and sending out when people are ready. I think sometimes people leave when they're not ready and God and come to, but he's coming to the point where it's going to be like, now it's time. It's going to also be a season of breakthroughs and breakdowns. I don't mean mentally. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Anyone need that? I'm going to pray for you right now because you're not going to have a mental breakdown. What it is, is God's going to break down those things you raised up that he did not call to be raised up, but you did it. He's breaking that down. Huh? Those things that you stepped into thinking, haha, I'm in ministry. God didn't call you over there to do that. He's breaking that down. The things that we made it our own, God's breaking that down. But he's going to give breakthrough in those areas where he's called you to do. He's going to expand those areas of ministry that he's called you to expand. He's going to expand that area where you're like, oh, I'm so hungry for the word. I got to get in his presence. It doesn't matter. I remember he'd start telling me because I was like, Lord, I'm trying to read your word at night. I keep falling asleep with it on the Bible on my, on, my, on my side or on the bed or falls to the floor. I don't know. I was, I was just falling asleep. We all know who that was. The Lord was like, get up in the morning and you spend time with me. And I'm like, wait, wait, that, that must be the devil. Everybody know how I need my sleep. There's things you don't mess with me and that's my sleep and food. So at first I'm like, that has to be the devil. <laughs> that cannot be the Lord because the Lord knows me in my sleep. I, I just know that. How many talk ourselves out of it when the Lord says something? We're like, no, that's the devil. That cannot be. <laughs> but the Lord's like, you going to get up? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> So I was getting up earlier, at least 30 minutes because I thought, I, I want to spend time. I got to pray. I have to pray. I have to hear what you're saying to me too. I got to know what your word is for me for today because every day he gives us fresh manna every day. I can't sit on Sunday's word from PT. I got to hear my own word every day for every day of the week. And you need to get to the point where you're like, I'm so hungry for your word, God. I, I just need to get more in it. I just need to hear it. I just need to eat it up. I need to digest it because I don't want croutons. I need meat. He's calling us to go further than the salad. You got to eat. And that's what he also showed me that many people have eating disorders in the body because we eat what we want to eat and we get rid of what we don't want to eat. We have these things where, well, I'm a God, God, and then you're throwing up because you're not even getting it in your system. And God is saying he's getting rid of this, the, the eating disorders. I'm almost done. We're almost done, Holy Ghost. You got to have permission now to say goodbye to those old patterns. Have that permission to get, say goodbye to those old thinking, thinking patterns. Say goodbye to your old past because you're stepping into something new. You don't have to believe anything that I'm saying to you today, but those who believe know they're getting a stirring up going, yes, God, we know this is you. I'm sorry if you're not receiving it. I want you all to, but you have to do your part. I'm sorry, I'm going to tell you that. You have to do your part. God wants to do something so amazing in each and every one of us. And that's why I had to go deeper to go, Lord, what do you have for our body? I don't want to hear from everybody else saying, oh, 2020 is vision. Oh, it's about this. I said, Lord, I need deeper for our body. So that's why he gave me even more for you. Because we ask. I can, I'm not one of those. I don't want to eat off someone else and then regurgitate what they said. I want to hear what do you have particularly for me, for my family, for our body. 
So I'm going to ask you to tell the Lord, get what you can from today. Like Pat said, our main man, get the CD, listen to it over and over, and grab particularly what God has for you and what he's saying to you. Because you cannot go into 2020 as usual. You can't go into 2020 with the same old things, the same old mindset, the same old habits. You're like, Lord, break the routine. Break the routine off of my life. I don't want to just get up and do the same thing, brushing my teeth and going to work, making, earning a paycheck. You guys, I need more of what you have for me, God. But you've got to do your part in it. It's not just going to roll out like a red carpet. You've got to shake off the emotions. You've got to shake off the feelings. You've got to shake off what the enemy tries to put on you. And sometimes it's not even enemy. It's just you still sitting in mess. And God is saying, take the diaper off and wipe yourself. Get clean and free once and for all. Okay? Come on. 2020. Now season. Now season. You're going to have clarity. You're going to have focus. And just say right now, I receive it, God. Thank you, Father. We just give God glory. Can we give God glory? Anybody else have to share? Come on, Paula. I know you guys are wanting to get out of here, but I'm going to let you know. Um, a year ago, my uncle was shot four times by his girlfriend in the back. Um, he has been through, and he laid on the floor for four days before anybody found him. And he made it through that. There was one bullet they couldn't get out, and it became gangrenous. And it was touch and go for about 10 to 14 days. He did go to see the Lord, and the Lord said, no, not yet and sent him back. Um, and he just found it so amazing um, that the Lord actually gave him an opportunity. He is in a nursing home in Indiana, paralyzed. But let me tell you, this man every day preaches the word. And he is just touching lives. He is a ray of sunshine. Even though he is paralyzed, he can't move. He can't go anywhere. He is stuck in this, this nursing home. He is the ray of sunshine for everybody in there. He goes around and he makes sure he visits everybody. And the nurses love him and adore him. He has given so much word to the nurses. They come in and they hide in his room on the breaks. They come in on their day off to spend time with him. And he just shares. And he is the biggest light in the darkest time. He's, can, he can't move. He's bedridden. He's paralyzed. But all he does is share the word. And he is just has so much hope, but also it's nerve damage. The Lord's going to heal him, and he is professing that, and it will happen, and I believe it's going to be the 2020 as well. So it don't matter what your condition is. Don't perceive your, by your condition, okay? Stand up and believe the word of God, and you can do anything. Amen. Communion. Anybody else? Are we? Anybody else? Oh, James got something? <laughs> We're hungry. We're going into 2020. Hungry, James. We're not rushing. I just feel like I was, I didn't want to. Now everybody's going to hate me. It's late. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a joke. 
It's a joke. I was just going to. I'm teasing. <laughs> I was just going to uh, read some. I had read this a long time ago, and most of y'all weren't here then. Anyway, just I was journaling, which doesn't work out well for me. There's been like three times the Lord just spoke where I couldn't even keep up. Otherwise, I'm trying to hear. And <clears throat> so I, <clears throat> this is one of the times I was journaling. <clears throat> and uh, the Lord said, tell my people how much I love them. Tell them to imagine having a pair of sunglasses that instead of blocking out sun, they block out everything but perfect love. Tell them <clears throat> I'm wearing these as I look at them. Tell them I'm not critical and my yoke is not heavy because my yoke is made from perfect love. Tell them I want to give each one of them these glasses that I'm wearing so when they look <coughs> at me, they'll see nothing but the love that I have for them. And tell them I want them to wear them as they look at each other <coughs> so that they only have love for one another. Just as I don't look at your shortcomings, <coughs> I want them to stop looking at each other's shortcomings. For when they look at each other through these glasses, they will bring healing to each other. <clears throat> As this healing comes, it will bring a great anointing. When my people learn to love everyone, even their enemies, then I will pour out my spirit through them. And not that we can't move in the anointing that's here like Wigglesworth or people that's moved by faith, but... <clears throat> this is something that he showed me that's going to be huger than what he did in Egypt. <clears throat> Just as <clears throat> an electrical cord carries electricity to a light, so will my love be the cord that carries this great end-time anointing. There will be drug dealers and homeless people that will move in my power before many in my church because they will immediately lay down everything for me and my will when they taste this love that I'm giving out. <clears throat> Tell them not to seek my power, but to seek my love, because I am love. As they, have <clears throat> as they get more of my love, they'll have more of me. As they have more of me, they'll have more of my presence. As they have more of my presence, they'll have more of my power. For in my true manifested presence, there is no limit to my power. And when I was writing this, I couldn't even keep, I was, everything I do just keep up. I didn't even, I had to kind of read it after Tell them I long to use them far more than they long to be used, but I can't pour out this new wine into broken wine bottles. Love is the glue that will mend your broken bottles back together. As you learn to love one another, I will mend your broken hearts. As I'm mending you together, I will be knitting you together in unity. When you are healed and knit together in love, I will use you beyond your wildest imaginations. Now, when I got this, he wasn't teaching kingdom. It's when I was first in this church, and it was mainly faith he was on. And uh, so this is my response back because I didn't know. And I, and I didn't know him well either like I do now. So I said, Dad, I'm afraid this is going to sound like I'm against faith. And he said, James, without faith, it's impossible to please me. The problem with my people is foundational. The faith many are trying to obtain isn't based on love. Anything that's not based on love profits you nothing. Many will have done mighty works <coughs> in my name and not enter into heaven. Imagine 
if you were married and your wife was distant from you and yelled at you all the time and she was going to go out of town with some worldly girlfriends and you were sitting at home trying to muster up to faith to believe that she wasn't going to do anything wrong. That's where my church is. Now imagine you have the most loving relationship on the planet. Your wife has to leave and you know your wife is really upset having to leave and she was going out of town. You wouldn't have to conjure up any faith because you would have complete faith in knowing how much she loves you. That's where I'm taking my people. When they walk in this love with me, they'll have complete faith and trust in me that we'll be able to move mountains. I said, Dad, can I share this part? He said, yes, but you're... (laughs) It's funny because what I said earlier, I I was thinking about this when y'all said that. But your fear is because of past wounds. You need to fear me and not man. So. Okay, for the next two hours, I'd like to share. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding you. Are we all set up back there? We are, aren't we? Yeah. I still want to finish with communion, if that's all right with everybody. That's what we plan to do today. I think it's a good way to end or start the new year. So if the ushers want to go ahead and do that. While they're doing that, let me just mention this morning that, you know, as years go by and and years come and they go, make sure you don't get caught in the act of waiting for always something to happen. We're always waiting for this big move of the Spirit. The Spirit's going to move in 2020, and we get to February, and He's going to move in March, and He's going to move in it, and just wait till July gets here. Glory to God. I'll tell you, the Spirit of God is moving all the time. The problem is you're on the bank, and the river's flowing in one direction or another. Then we get an awakening, and we get touched from God, and we say, God's moving. No, God was moving all the time. The problem, you've been on the bank for the last six months, and something finally stirred you up to get in the river. The Spirit of God is a continual flow in your life and a continual grow in your life and a continual place to go. Don't get in the bank, in the river, on the bank, in the river. Get in the river and go for it now. This present time now. Don't wait another year. If you've fallen back, make a change. Yeah, you can go ahead and distribute them. That's fine. That's fine. There's a good chance that you got a word from somebody this morning, or at least a piece of a word. Whatever hits you, that's what you've got to grab onto this morning. We're going to seal that this morning. The body and blood of Christ receive whatever it is this morning. The blood of Christ has paid for many things in your life. The body of Christ has paid for your healing, praise God. Healing belongs to you this morning. It's yours, glory to God. Receive it this morning and be done with it. The blood has washed you free from sins. Get over the past and get into the future. Mm-hmm. I remember when we used to go to Benny Hens, man, we would get there an hour and a half just to get in line to get in the building. Finally got in the building and ended up in the rafters anyway because everybody was ahead of us. Service started at 6, was over about midnight. Drove all the way back to Port St. Lucie two hours after that. Got home about 3 o'clock in the morning, got up and go to work. Never thought anything about it. I mean, no things have changed in the church. Get to a place to where it's an hour long, we about have a fit. If he preaches 40 minutes rather than 30, we're shaking in our chairs. If they, hallelujah. Glory.
I just really like the Lord for some reason. I don't know why that is, but I do. I think he's a pretty good guy. He's helped me quite a bit. You know, we celebrate, you know, we had our birth, my birthday recently, but on December 21st was my real birthday because December 21st, 1985 is the time that I finally had an encounter with Jesus Christ himself and my life totally changed at that time. So that day to me is much more important than, I, I don't even remember when I was born, you know. How many of you remember when you're, oh, I look so good in the mirror? And you don't remember that stuff. So your spiritual awakening day is a day that's really something to be celebrated, you know, and all God put up with before that time for me, so. All right, I'm waiting for my faithful ushers. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. You do not have to go there. Verse 23 says, For I have received of the Lord that which also delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus Christ, the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And after the same manner also he took the cup. And when he had supped, saying the cup, is of this New Testament in my own blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come and all the benefits of that death and resurrection. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man slash woman examine herself and himself so that they eat of that bread and drink of that cup worthily. For he that eats and drinks unworthily eats and drinks damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. I mean, no, that'll keep you from taking communion. <laughs> but we all know, praise God, if there's anything in your heart right now, get rid of it. Dump it, man. Receive from Jesus what belongs to you. Receive your forgiveness. Basically, receive everything the body paid for you, which is your divine health. You take the bread now. This is his body, and eat. Okay, take the cup. This is the blood. There's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. Praise God. As we drink this morning, no guilt, no condemnation for anything you've ever done. Praise God. Take and drink. Be set totally free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel better already, praise God, glory to God. All right, stand up this morning. We want to thank Patrick and uh, Latasha for the words this morning. I know they had things in their heart that had to bring forth and planted some good seed this morning. We do this as a body, glory to God. Hallelujah, glory to God. All right, just lift up your hands this morning. Thank him that you are receiving whatever the Lord spoke to you about this morning. If it's forgiveness, you have received it. If it's health and healing, you have received it. If it's diligence, my God, please receive it. Whatever he's spoken to you about, make a decision this morning. When you make that decision, I'll tell you if you're serious about it, tell somebody. Because that makes you accountable. Yep, if it comes out your mouth to somebody else, you're pretty well stuck. So you better think before you say it. 
It was important several weeks ago that I confessed to you that we're going to Africa. And what you say under the anointing is big talk. And once you get out of the anointing, it don't sound like such a good idea anymore. Come on now. You all know what I'm talking about. I'm in church. I just heard the word, bless God. I can do this and I can do that. And then all once you spoke it to people. And now you stuck, man. You go, jeez. Say, I better get that tape and tear it up before somebody gets a hold of that thing. Praise God. Those tapes are not for sale in the booth whatsoever. Yeah, God wants you under the anointing to speak it out because that's when you're bold enough to do it. And then he'll fill in the blanks. He'll paint the picture. He'll give you the perception to see it. It doesn't all come at one time, man. Everything's a growth in the kingdom of God. So many of you have changed your lives this past year. You're seeing things you never saw before. There's growth there. You need to have somebody where you let that fly and tell them, this is what I'm going to do, praise God. This is what I'm going to be there. I'm going to be in church. I'm going to be here. I'm going to read the Bible. I'm telling you, I'm going to do this right now. And make yourself accountable to yourself and to other people, praise God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you this morning. I just thank you for your spirit on the inside of each and every person here. Holy Ghost, you just have a wonderful time in 2020. I pray that you would remind us, that you would bring scriptures up to us, that you would rekindle the fire and the hunger for you and the things of God, that we'd get out of this natural realm and get back into the spirit realm where we belong. Praise God. Even when we see people who are handicapped, all we think about is, gosh, I wish they could walk, and they're probably better spiritually than we are, for goodness sakes. Because you're looking at the spirit, glory to God. Hallelujah. I think of that guy who goes around with no arms and no legs, and everybody feels sorry for him. And at the same time, spiritually, he's witnessing for Jesus Christ, probably feeling sorry for us. We got arms and we got legs. That's not what it's about. Is it wonderful? Yes. Are miracles cool? Yeah, they're cool. But I'll tell you what, a fire of God on the inside of us is what God wants. He wants us hungry for the things of God. He wants us to get over little worries and little fears and little doubts and walk in the things of God. And you've got neighbors who don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. You've been there for a long time. You've talked to them, oh, yeah, about their yard, how good it looks, how nice their house is. But they need to know about the Lord Jesus Christ. They may reject me. Who cares? It's going to be rejection there. But it's time to get a little evangelistic spirit into your life at the same time. Jesus has done some things for you. And just share those things that he's done for you in your life, praise God. It's time for expansion and growth. You to reach out and touch the hearts and lives of other people on your job. There's people that want to hear about the Lord. They may not look like it, but they do, praise God. They need something in their life just like you needed something in your life. So a fire of God on the inside, I breathe it into everybody here today. I thank you that the Spirit of God rises up on the inside of you, that your kingdom does come and your will be done in our lives individually and in this body. And I thank you for the fruit, praise God, not just church time, but fruit in every single area of our life. Signs, wonders, and miracles I declare in this place in Jesus' name. As we come into unity more and more and the power of God increases in this unity, blind eyes will be opened. The Bible says it. Deaf ears will be unstopped. The Bible says it. People will jump and leap and praise God who never walked in the last 20 years because this is the day and this is the hour. God is waiting. Just waiting, ding, 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 Hallelujah. Father, we thank you this morning for a stirring in our hearts. Let our hearts overtake our minds. 
out of the feeling, out of the touchy realm, into the spirit of God realm. What's important to you now becomes important to us. We thank you for it as we go forth this morning. We've sealed it with your body and with your blood, and it will remain in our hearts this whole entire year. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Okay. God bless you. We love you. And we will see you next Sunday. For listening. For more from Treasure Coast Victory Center, visit us at mytcbc.com.